Who defines love for you? Is it St. Paul? Or is it Hugh Hefner? That's a serious question, by the way. Who defines love for you? St. Paul or Hefner? St. Paul shares his understanding of love in the text we heard a few moments ago from 1 Corinthians 13. It's a passage of scripture that you often hear at weddings. And that's understandable because it's a beautiful text and it has a beautiful message. But it's also a tough message, an extremely tough message. It's not easy to love other people in the way St. Paul describes here. Listen again to his words, some of his words anyway. Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not jealous. It is not pompous. It is not inflated. It is not rude. It does not seek its own interests. It is not quick-tempered. does not brood over injury. does not rejoice with wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Obviously, for St. Paul, love was not first and foremost an emotion. For St. Paul, real love was a decision, was a decision to desire what's good for another person, was a decision to sacrifice your own wants and to treat somebody else as God would have you treat them. In fact, you could insert the word decision into the text and the meaning of it wouldn't change. Love is a decision. It's a decision to be patient. Love is a de decision to be kind. It's a decision not to be jealous or pompous or inflated or rude or to seek your own interests or to be quick-tempered or to brood over injury or to rejoice over wrongdoing. Love is a decision to rejoice with the truth. It's a de decision to bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, and endure all things. This, my brothers and sisters, is love, according to St. Paul. And believe it or not, it's the only kind of love that works in this life. In other words, it's the only kind of love that truly sustains relationships. This is why St. Paul says in the next line of the text that this kind of love never fails. Never fails. And this is one of the most important reasons why we need a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You hear Father Nature talking about that all the time, but this is one reason why it's so important. You see, what St. Paul is describing here in this text is really the love of Jesus. This is the kind of love he showed us, showed the world, showed to others when he walked the face of this earth 2,000 years ago. This is the kind of love that led him to sacrifice his life for us on the cross. Jesus is the ultimate source of this love, which is real love. Consequently, if we want this kind of love to be present in our lives, we need to go to the source of it, who is Jesus. Then we'll be ready and able to show this kind of love to other people. Contrast this now with Hugh Hefner's version of love, which is basically selfish, manipulative, objectifying, and of course hedonistic. This thought about Hugh Hefner, who died in 2017, came to me last Monday night. I was at my sister's house on my night off, trying to find something to watch on television. I would normally be watching a football game on Monday night, but for the first time in about five months, there was no football game on, either a college game or a pro game. Well, during the course of my channel surfing, I came across a program on the Arts and Entertainment Network 
on Hugh Hefner and his Playboy Empire. I later found out this was one of one program in a series of programs. I found a CNN article afterward that read, The Playboy Mystique and Hugh Hefner's Legacy receive a serious debunking in Secrets of Playboy, a 10-part A&E Network docuseries that explores the dark side of the lifestyle Hefner sought to embody. Now, please don't worry, there was nothing graphic in the program. It was TV-14, not TVMA. I wanted to clarify that before I went any further. This information about Hugh Hefner, my brothers and sisters, is important because, like it or not, this man continues to be a role model, even posthumously, for a lot of people in our world today when it comes to relationships, especially relationships with members of the opposite sex. For many people, he's the guru of love. Now, from the way the secular media has always portrayed him, Hefner was very kind and caring. He was just a nice guy who was trying to have a good time for himself in life. And all his many girlfriends, as he called, him, called them, loved him and were happy living in his mansion with him. Well, that's not so. Many of his former girlfriends now say. They describe a man whose love was, as I said earlier, selfish, manipulative, and hedonistic, and who basically treated women as disposable objects. Hefner created this illusion of happiness and peace and love, but in reality, it was just the opposite. Listen to a few things that Holly Madison and another ex-girlfriend named Sandra Theodore said when they were interviewed on this program. I wrote down a dozen or so of their statements that I thought were noteworthy. The fantasy of Playboy that he created did not allow for the consent of the women. Hef controlled every aspect of our lives. Looking back at my time at Playboy, it reminds me of a cult. With Hef, I don't really know what's true and what's not. I want to be the voice of women who suffered the most at his hands. You had no idea you were being brainwashed. He would pit us girlfriends against each other. It was all a lie. I watched girl after girl after girl show up fresh-faced, adorable, and then their beauty just washed away. I saw clearly that we were nothing to him. He was like a vampire. He sucked the life out of these young girls for decades. I know some really deep, dark secrets. And now we're speaking out. It's all going to come out. People think I should have known exactly what I was getting into, that you're stepping into a cult there, but I absolutely did not. In my early 20s, I didn't realize that getting into the Playboy world was a dangerous choice. I felt like I was like just in this cycle of gross things, and I didn't know what to do. And finally, this one. I believe that Hef pulled one over on the whole world. Well, sadly, from the grave, he's still pulling one over on a lot of people who are still trying to build their lives and relationships on his sordid and self-centered philosophy of love. So, my brothers and sisters, 
who does define love for you? Really? Is it St. Paul? Or is it Hugh Hefner? Or somebody like him? The answer for each and every one of us should be easy. It should be very easy. And hopefully it is.